This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, we are so privileged to have with us Dr. Kevin Roberts, president of the Heritage Foundation. As I continue to call it, it is the new heritage. This heritage is not the Heritage Foundation. Those of you who grew up in politics, remember, they are active. They are taking the lead on many issues. Dr. Roberts, welcome back. How are you? My friend James, Happy New Year. And we remain as much on offense this day as we have been over the last year. So thanks for being part of it. I am I am determined to be part of it. I am excited for Heritage. I'm excited for all of the things that you are doing there. It is, to me, this is the best news that I had last year was actually having a chance, political news, to sit down and talk with you, members of your staff, and you guys are actually taking the lead in bringing back a voice to conservatives, the grassroots conservatives, and we so desperately need it. The new house... Go ahead. Sorry, we we are kind to say that, and and I just want to say that what we're doing is taking the everyday American's voice and amplifying it in Washington, D.C., so much so, just to tell a quick but important story. Last week during the speaker debate, obviously differences of opinion on the right about that. Like my friend Chip Roy and Scott Perry, it was for us not about Kevin McCarthy. It was all about opening up that chamber so we would get really good conservative policy. And a number of members of Congress called me or texted me and said, Kevin, I can't believe Heritage is doing this. This is fantastic. Because what you're going to do is be part of a major transformation of how the House operates. And it's so gratifying, a week or less than a week into that agreement, James, to see the conservative policy ideas coming out of the House. That's the fruit of Heritage being on offense. Not that we deserve the majority of credit for that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that we, were, we played an important role on the outside in helping to make that happen. And the result is we're going to get better policy coming out of that chamber. And that's what I was saying last week to all the detractors. Look, in fact, I had Andy Biggs on yesterday. One of the things I told him was that I was proud of him. He said that he did not want Kevin McCarthy to be the Speaker of the House before this began. And what I said to him yesterday is that you have a different Kevin McCarthy now than the one that was poised to be Speaker of the House because of this debate. We now have a chamber where, for the first time in recent memory, People of both parties will be able to offer amendments, and that is closer to the vision that our founders had for what Congress was supposed to be, the House of Representatives was supposed to be. And this is no small thing. Now, I see already there is fear, widespread fear, throughout the mainstream media outlets. For instance, New York Times, the U.S. may finally breach the debt ceiling. Here's why that would be very bad. So what they're claiming is that if if Republicans in the House actually demand using this debt limit argument that we that comes up every year that we actually enact some spending cuts that we actually scale back on this profligate spending that has driven up inflation 
that somehow or another that is bad for the country. And this is not, it's not just the New York Times. It was a similar article uh, while the debate was going on that this may encourage these renegade Republicans to actually uh, uh, try to demand a clean debt ceiling. What is your take on all of this? I think we need to use that as an opportunity to cut spending. And and I say that not wanting the United States to default on its debt, to create some financial crisis, but in recognizing that the arguments that those things will happen are swamp speak for preventing doing the people's business. And the people's business is using every opportunity we have, whether it's a speaker vote or a debt ceiling vote or a committee hearing, to say we simply cannot continue to spend the way we've been spending. This is a very common sense idea in in my mind, James. I'm sure it's the same in your household as it is in mine, as it is in every member of your audiences. And that is, if we had something change in our revenue, if something changed in our job, we had our pay cut, or God forbid we lost our job, we immediately start cutting back on our spending. The fact that Congress finds it revolutionary to budget the same way tells you everything you need to know. I mean, these these guys are captured by the K Street lobbyists, who, by the way, never have to worry about their income going down. That's one of the things we're trying to fix at Heritage. But the point is, we need to use it. There's a way to do so that is willing to play the game of chicken without being irresponsible. And Heritage is not only going to be there with them every step of the way, but our budget scholars, our experts who've helped write budgets, the federal budget before, are providing the specific ways that we can cut spending and prolong running up against that debt ceiling. You mentioned, and I'm, and I don't want to gloss over that. You, you as a quick aside, you mentioned uh, that you're going to try to loosen the stranglehold that the lobbyists have over Congress. Tell us a little bit about that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not invited to any of their cocktail parties, which for my board, for my board is a metric of success for me. <laughs> you know, our our board chair said when, when she was offering me the job a little over a year ago, she said, Kevin, we want you to take this job and flourish, but don't you ever become a swamp preacher. And I said, I'd have two problems. I wouldn't have a job and my wife would leave me because she doesn't want to be married to one. And so I relish the opportunity, given the credibility and influence that Heritage has in this town to diminish the number of lobbyists who are working on the other side. Now, look, you and I both know, your audience knows, that's a long-term objective. So let me be specific about what we're focused on. There are lobbyists in this town who make seven figures a year lobbying for the Chinese Communist Party and their related interests. Heritage is helping to draft bills to eliminate that practice. And so I hope, I wish those people no harm, obviously. Hopefully they they start lobbying for good reasons. But that's the kind of nonsense that goes on. And by the way, there are Republicans who are financially conflicted with the CCP as well. Heritage has the receipts, as my younger colleagues like to say, and we got the courage to show them this year. And I wish this is a really important uh, agenda item that you're doing Please tell us some of the other things that you foresee. Let me give you one that, that I think shows where the disconnect between Washington, D.C., and the American public. Earlier this week, uh, Richard Trumka, former union guy, who's now with, um, with, with one of the protection agencies, was very pleased to announce that they're looking at cutting back gas stoves, that they don't, Americans' gas stoves are hurting the environment. And he's saying, you know, if we can't 
if we can't show that it doesn't hurt the environment, we, we should ban it. And immediately there was an outcry throughout everyday America. You, you will not ban my gas stove. Now, they're backing off it publicly a little bit, but what he's now saying is, well, we're, we're only talking about regulations for new things. So I guess if you have a gas stove now, you might be grandfathered in if these, if, if these folks at the agency think that's okay, but it, you dare not buy a new gas stove if they get their way. That, to me, is an indication of how out of control and out of touch these people are, and something... This is an outcry that needs to be addressed. What are some of the other agenda items that you're looking at? Well, let me just say that you're totally right about the gas stove issue and and think about you know, my pet peeve, which is when I go to the hardware store and get light bulbs. You and I are both old enough to know you used to be able to get a light bulb for 25 cents, but President Obama had in his mind that he he wanted light bulbs that were better for the environment and so so now they cost nine or ten dollars and don't last that much longer than the the old incandescents and that's that's all you need to know about the radical left they want to tell us how to run our lives and 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 also make it more expensive and so every aspect to your question james of the heritage policy priorities is about restoring freedom and self-governance After the point I mentioned about China, and we're going to fight the gas stove issue if it becomes a reality, we're also zealously focused on the budget, as I mentioned. But probably the most aspirational thing that we're working on is education. Not only does every dollar allocated to education need to follow every child. In other words, we need to have universal school choice. Heritage has the line-by-line plan that will eliminate the U.S. Department of Education by the end of this decade. If, as I told some members of the House today, they pass a bill that does that, we know that it's likely to die in the Senate. We know that even if it passed the Senate, the president would veto it. But what that does is tell the American people, this is the kind of thing we're going to do and the reasons why, if you put us in power with a really significant majority. Education, as we know, has has been the, the industry that the radical left has used frankly, not only to educate our kids well, but also to indoctrinate them into all of their ridiculous thinking. Therefore, for heritage, it's our top priority. In addition to that, just to sum up here, and it's related to your gas stove issue and my light bulb comment, the left has also been zealously focused on on changing American energy independence. We have to pass bills in Congress, and as heritage is working on in state legislatures, to eliminate the nefarious practice of so-called ESG investing, environmental social governance, because it's just another way of saying we're going to invest your money in radical leftist agendas, and it's also going to be harder for you to keep the lights on. This is an ambitious agenda. We are going to follow you and be with you every step of the way. Where can people come, everyday Americans who want to join the fight with Heritage? How do they get a hold of you? What do they do? I'll give you two websites. The first is heritage.org, heritage.org. That's where you can find all of our research and sort of what's going on in D.C. and state capitals. But for people who really want to take the additional step and say, I want to volunteer for something great, we have an organization, a sister organization called Heritage Action for America, and that it, it's uh, heritageaction.com. People can go there. They can sign up. That's where they can they can get talking points to call their legislators. They can even volunteer to become one of our 
thousands of sentinels around the country who are sort of our spokesmen as volunteers around the country. We would love to see more of them. Dr. Kevin Roberts, thank you. We look forward to hearing from you in a few weeks. We're going to stay abreast with you every step of the way. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, James. Take care.